1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5
0: more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies.
2: Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Just visit audible.com slash or text wondery pod to 500 500. That's audible.com slash or text wondery pod to 500 500. Tonight, Clooney Confessions. I got two knuckleheads for kids.
1: George's twins, now toddlers, the Oscar winner opening up about his life with them all now. And a recent surgery that kept him out of the public eye. Then our one-on-one with Eddie Van Halen's son.
3: I don't have a dad anymore, and I have to figure out how to process
1: that. Wolfgang's music memories, and if he'll take over his dad's band. One of my favorite things he ever told me. And Michael J. Fox goes back to the future with his movie mom. I wanna tell
4: you how proud I am
1: Plus, Kelly Cuoco's bizarre fan encounter that was Big Bang-inspired.
5: I'm like, ah! My heart is still pounding.
1: <laughs> George Clooney is world famous, but he is also really, really private. Until now, welcome Jonathan Bennett, our guest co-host today. <laughs>
6: Thank you so much. Entertainment tonight. Dun, dun. That's the
1: song. Oh, we have so much ground to cover. Don't worry, you'll get a chance to sing. Um, you have a new Hallmark Christmas movie. We're going to talk Mean Girls, but first, George is doing a lot of talking as GQ's Man of the Year, revealing things we never knew about Amal and his devastating motorcycle accident.
2: Split my helmet in half. It was bad, and I was just waiting for the switch to turn off.
1: Clooney describes the 2018 crash in terrifying detail. When I hit the ground, my mouth, I thought all my teeth were broken out, but it was glass from the windshield. George tells GQ he recently had neck surgery for a resulting disc problem. Amal banned George from ever riding again. George broke a rib after a previous motorcycle crash in 2007.
7: You don't want to be in another motorcycle accident either. I mean, it just goes No, I
1: don't, the- and
2: there is there absolutely is that concern.
1: The 59-year-old Oscar winner also talks about how Amal changed his mind about marriage.
2: I don't foresee it in my future.
1: He says, I didn't know how unfull my life was until I met them all, and then everything changed. And I was like, oh, actually, this has been a huge empty space. I'm not mad at anything. I got a, a brilliant, beautiful wife. As for life during the pandemic, well, George and Amal are sticking close to their L.A. home to avoid risk factors. Their three-year-old son has asthma. While Amal works remotely, George says, I cut my own hair and I cut my kids' hair and I'm mopping and vacuuming and doing the laundry and doing the dishes every day. And while Clooney's not above doing chores, he also hasn't lost his charming sense of humor. Check out how he got Julia Roberts
2: to do Ocean's Eleven. I didn't know, her. I'd never met her. And she was making $20 million a film. And we just talked Brad into doing it and Matt into doing it. And we wanted Julia to do it. So I put a $20 bill on the script and I sent it to her and I said, I hear you get 20 a picture. Now.
1: And then they added a bunch of zeros to that 20. Alright, let's shift gears. It's been a little over a month since Eddie Van Halen's untimely death. And you know, to millions of fans, he will always be a rock legend, but nothing was more important to Eddie than being a dad. His son Wolfgang meant everything to him. How are you doing, man?
3: I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm trying to stay positive, but man, it's, uh, it's been the worst month of my life. I don't have a dad anymore, and I have to figure out how to process
1: that and deal with it. What was it like those last few months and then those last few days?
3: It was really rough. It just seems like he never got a break. I was very happy I was able to spend every second with him that I could.
1: With his band, Mammoth WVH, Wolfgang just released the song, Distance, dedicated to his dad. The video filled with touching home movies. I love you, Daddy. I love you.
3: I cried every time. It's, it's, It's very hard to watch.
1: What did your mom think of the video? All I had
3: to do was walk into her house and say, hey, I have the video. And she started crying before she even watched
1: it. He's
3: watched it countless times. She's actually probably downstairs on the couch right now watching it.
6: He
8: is
4: my baby. I don't care what he says.
1: E.T.'s been with the family since Wolfie was a baby. At 16, he begged his mom to go on tour with his dad.
4: He really convinced me that it was a good thing for him, and it really did end up being a good thing for him.
1: Every
3: moment I shared on stage with my dad was, was a gift, and I'll treasure those forever. One of my favorite things he ever told me that his father told him Uh, When you're playing music, if you ever make a mistake, do it twice. So that way people think you did it on purpose.
1: (laughs) There have been rumors that you may go out and you may replace your dad in the band.
3: Oh yeah, no no way. That'll never happen. You can't have Van Halen without Eddie Van Halen.
1: The video ends with that message from your dad so proud of you. I love
3: you so much. He used to leave me messages like that all the time, and I thought that one was a, a really great way to cap the video off, to really show people how, how loving of a father he was.
1: Here's the really beautiful thing. All the proceeds from that song will go to the Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation, which exposes underprivileged kids to music, and it's already number one on iTunes. I mean, it just makes me happy, that result. It
6: makes everyone happy. Yeah,
1: all right. Now to more from our Michael J. Fox exclusive. He talks about his ongoing struggle with Parkinson's
6: in his new book, No Time Like the Future. But he also shares some lighter
4: moments, too. In fact, it'll take me like five minutes to put on a pair of socks.
1: It'll kind of piss me off. But but other than that, uh, life is great. That's the signature humor and grace Michael's friends know and love. Just ask Back to the Future co-star Leah Thompson.
4: That's a a big bruise you have there. (laughs) Michael... It's your mom, Lorraine, and I want to tell you how proud
7: I am of everything that you have done with grace, with dignity,
5: with humor, and I love you, and I'm very proud of you.
4: She's, she's amazing. We all feel the same way about each other. I saw um, Chris the other day on his birthday, and, um, and I love Chris, and Chris is in his 80s now, and he's, he's, he's surprised. He's the same bouncy guy he you know, always was.
1: But this dad of four's biggest cheerleader has always been his wife of 32 years, Tracy. She didn't cut me any slack, which is great. She's a great mother and she's a great cook and she's a great
4: bodyboard surf junkie, beach babe. But she's just cool, she's my best friend.
1: And he is a very lucky man. Such a beautiful love story. And I knew Nichelle was gonna cry. I wouldn't have got the tissues, I you see. I that 30 I seconds ago, mm-hmm. Kevin. Mm-hmm.
8: <laughs> it's love, Jonathan. It is. It is.
6: And you know, married love is also going strong for our girl, Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee and her husband of over two years, Carl Cook, just did something they've never done before. Yeah, live together.
5: Oh my god, I got forced to move in with my husband. <laughs> When quarantine happened, was that was the move-in time? It's been months now. So what has that been like? I think separate bathrooms and separate closets. That's a must. That's a no-brainer. A must. We've since bought separate houses. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we still like our house, and we still like each other. And it was awesome. It was definitely a blessing in disguise. The the downtime.
8: Well, the downtime's over now. Kaylee's back at work on her new movie, Man from Toronto.
5: What part of the world are you in? I'm quarantining in Canada right now. I'm shooting a film with Kevin Hart.
8: (laughs) He told me that you're replacing um, Dwayne, uh, The Rock Johnson as his best friend in Hollywood. (laughs) I've been trying to get rid of Dwayne for quite some time. That's a a heavy bag that I've been pulling, you know? baggage.
5: He did not. Oh my God, I'm dying. That's hilarious.
8: But Kev's new BFF is adding another title to her name, executive producer. Her production company's first dramatic series, The Flight Attendant, debuts on HBO Max on Thanksgiving. Kaylee stars in the murder mystery and even got a tattoo to commemorate the project.
5: I'm a crazy drunk flight attendant. Not a killer. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? on a plane. I had a flight attendant come up to me and I was really focused. I was looking down at my laptop and I was having a drink and she just went, Penny, Penny. Penny, Penny,
6: Penny.
5: What's up Buttercup?" I'm like, ah! I'm I'm like, it was just so, I think she was horrified at my reaction. It was awkward, the rest. And I'm like, no, I love, thank you. Like you love the show. I think you, you know. Um, but yeah, that really, my heart is still pounding
8: from. Up next, NCIS is back. Only we're with Mark Harmon and the cast revealing a season 18 shakeup.
0: That was a shock to people.
8: Then. The 90s were very good to me. Melissa Joan Hart on a Clarissa Explains It All milestone as our iconic leading ladies of the 90s series continues. The wardrobe was so crazy wild. And Jonathan Bennett is making Hallmark movie history. I'm putting our guest co-host in the E.T. hot seat. You ready?
1: Are you ready?
8: Oh, I'm getting hot.
1: Hey, everyone. It's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our E.T. podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com.
8: The final four is set for next week's Dancing with the Stars, Finale, Nelly, Justina, Caitlin, and Neve. We also know Derek Huff will perform a solo dance.
4: I haven't danced a solo since I was like 12 years old. You guys All you have- by myself.
8: You guys each have I wanna be
2: Oh by myself. <laughs> I-,
8: I want those judges to perform that song when he dances. Now, Jonathan, you were on season 19 of Dancing with the Stars.
6: Yes, I was.
8: You did not make the final.
6: (laughs) I did not make the semifinals. (laughs) I was very bad at dancing.
8: Uh, Well, you're very good at so many other things. Thank you. (laughs) You are starring in this new Hallmark Christmas movie, Mm -hmm. The Christmas House, airing Sunday. This is the first gay couple on Uh screen in a Hallmark Christmas movie.
6: Yep. This movie's so important because it feels like I'm a part of progress Mm -hmm. and it, it feels good. Representation is so important. Right, And to represent this storyline on Hallmark Channel, it's, it's an honor.
8: We've talked acting. Yes.
6: But let's take a
8: look at something you posted to
2: Instagram.
8: You crushed the thigh slap.
6: Thank you. Look at little Lacey Chabert.
8: Look at her with a little hat on. I just talked to Lacey yesterday. When I talked to her, she told me that you knew the Mean Girls dance on set better than they did, and you should have been in the original scene.
6: Here's the thing. I just don't think Aaron Samuels would have been dancing in a leather skirt on stage in Mean Girls. Jonathan Bennett would have.
8: Well, you guys did just get to do that big Mean Girls reunion as well. That was something great that came out of the Uh pandemic. You said that you were a last minute choice for Aaron Samuels because someone else got fired.
6: I got called and told that I wasn't getting the job. So I said, okay, went back to Abercrombie and Fitch and was folding sweaters. And then all of a sudden my 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 manager called me and he said, they changed their mind. I threw down the sweater, I'm like, fold your own self. (laughs) And then I leave. What a
8: moment. So we thank you, Aaron Samuels.
6: You're welcome. (laughs) You are welcome.
8: We can't wait to see The Christmas House. And up next, it's a star who is definitely no mean girl, Miss Melissa Joan Hart. Let's do this. Melissa Joan Hart. Why her hair nearly cost her her breakout role. No, 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 no. Then NCIS is back.
2: Welcome to uh, season 18.
8: (laughs) (laughs) And the stars are letting a romance secret slip.
1: Wilmer, is this going to happen or not?
8: Plus, we're with the stars of FBI and FBI Most Wanted talking on-screen drama and off-screen diaper duty.
1: I'm really excited to be following you. You come home, and you're like half a person. Gibbs helped grant a veteran's final wish in the season 17 finale of NCIS. The season was cut short due to
6: the pandemic,
1: but tonight, TV's number one scripted show is back. Yeah, and it's celebrating a major milestone, and the cast is doing that all while staying safe and separate on set. Where are you right now, Mark? Are you in Gibbs' basement? I am in Gibbs' basement, yes. (laughs) Okay. Has anything in the basement changed this year?
6: Well, there's a, there's a hammer hung it a little bit differently than, than it was when we left.
1: Is everybody in different parts of the world or are you just in your trailers? Well, well de-
6: Emily and I are definitely in our trailer. Uh, I know that Rocky's definitely in the Bahamas or in Fiji.
1: I'm in
6: Outer Mongolia. Sean is, Sean is definitely in a private jet somewhere, you know?
0: Where is Bishop where is Torres? How have things been during this pandemic? At the end of the day, we're all here trying to protect each other, which is what makes it work. One thing that my that my soul really kind of aches for is between takes is when we all as a family, you're all together. I miss that camaraderie. And, you know, it was it was kind of tough for some of us at first, I think, you know, definitely. But we've adjusted and we're getting better at it.
1: Wilmer, is the food still good? Because it's the best food anywhere I've gone. In a weird way, it feels like we're going to school. You know, we have a little lunchbox,
6: you know, that we bring to work. And, right. uh, you know, we bring our own food sometimes. And making sure we help, you know, we help to now overcrowd a, a dining area or anything like that. NCIS!
1: There's a lot to look forward to on tonight's NCIS season premiere on CBS. Things could be heating up between Wilmer and Emily.
8: Wilmer and I were actually in the middle of an episode that... I think um, it really is gonna show the fans like a a shift in their relationship. Really?
1: Wilmer, is this gonna happen or not? Is it gonna happen? I mean, that's really what everybody wants to ask you, basically.
2: Welcome to uh, season 18, Kevin.
5: (laughs) Listen
1: to me, Bishop and Torres will happen.
6: Stop trying to make Bishop and Torres happen, Kev. It's not gonna
1: happen. Oh, I get where you're going. Mean Girls reference. You're welcome. (laughs) Now, that same year, NCIS started Melissa Joan Hart said goodbye to her big sitcom, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But Kev, it all started with Melissa Explains It All, which celebrates its 30th anniversary next year. Hey, Rachel Smith joins us from Nashville, where she just caught up with Melissa.
4: That is right, Kevin Jonathan. Tonight, our iconic leading ladies of the 90s series gets Melissa to explain it all. The 90s were so good to you. They were. The 90s were very good to me. Florissa Explains It All was my jam back in the day. thank you. Why do you think it made such a big impact with young girls? The clothes played a big part in that show.
7: Observe the modern ritual of quality time. The wardrobe was so crazy wild, right? I can't even. Fathom how they put those things together. In
4: 1991, Melissa was just 14 years old when cast to Nickelodeon's first sitcom with a female lead. A behind-the-scenes secret: at first, producers didn't think the teenager could pull off the role. The producer really didn't want a blonde. He would—he did not want a
7: blonde. He was why? like, absolutely not. Blondes can't be non-conformist, cool, groovy. There, you know, so smart. You know, that kind of thing. It's hard to believe these guys were bigger than Pearl Jam. So I think that that's why I had to audition so many times for him because he just couldn't get his head around the way I looked. So, 96,
4: Sabrina, happens. What do you think was, like, the magic within that show? It was the magic. The magic was the magic. (laughs) Allow me. (laughs) So, watching 163
7: episodes of What Would I Do If I Had That Power is exciting. Musical elements. One way or another all able to really like enjoy every minute on that show and that's what we did for seven years
4: all these years later the happily married 44 year old mama three has not slowed down this month melissa has three holiday films hitting lifetime your nickname is christmas she stars in dear christmas with jason Priestley, directed felice navidad and produced once upon a main street so you've got three boys have any of them had any interest in wanting to pursue the so, industry? they
7: have, but only for the wrong reasons. How so? Um,
4: they want to be rich and famous.
7: <laughs> okay. And so they think that's the path. And they're like, well, we don't need this education stuff, we'll just do what you guys did. So, it's hard to be like, no, 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 you still need to get your education, you still need to do well in school, you still have to try hard. i had have people call your people.
4: Boys, listen to your mama, she will never steer you wrong. Now tomorrow, Tisha Campbell talks all things Martin. Have she and Martin Lawrence squashed all their behind-the-scenes drama? And is Tisha ready to start dating after her recent split?
1: All right, thanks so much, Rachel. And speaking of family, coming up... The FBI's on Baby Watch. How the TV franchise is growing
6: and showing next.
1: Make sure you check out The Christmas House this Sunday on Hallmark Channel, starring Jonathan Bennett. I hope this is the first of like 20 movies you make. Me too, Kevin. (laughs) Um, By the way, we're going to leave you with FBI and FBI Most Wanted, which are back tonight on CBS. And there's a lot of baby talk behind the scenes. Yeah, there is. Helen Lutz and his wife, Brittany, are due in the spring.
0: I'm really excited to be a father, mainly because I've, I've talked to this guy so much on set about fatherhood. Missy Peregrim
1: is back at FBI nearly eight months, after little Otis was born,
5: your brain is just like, I'm like, okay, let's get this scene done, but hold on a second, I gotta feed.
1: This will be an exciting season for Missy. She's got a new love interest.
5: I haven't kissed somebody for years now, <laughs> like, really on screen. I haven't. And yeah. so it felt super weird to do.
0: All right, take care, everybody. Bye bye. If you like entertainment tonight,